On this episode, I speak to Kathy and Caitlin about Caitlin's food allergies. It's a very interesting topic, and I hope you enjoy it. So, Kathy, Caitlin was your first. Did you have any issues when you were pregnant with Caitlin? Um, no. The only thing was I had a retroinverted uterus, so there was some issues, but it wasn't anything serious. Okay, and then she was normal term, normal yep. birth and all that. Okay. When did you – I mean, obviously – when she's such a young baby like that, you don't notice that she has any food allergies, right? Right. When did you first notice that there was something amiss? Well, there are a couple things. Um, she had eczema, like pretty severe eczema. And she was just very like, she didn't sleep well. She was seemed to be like uncomfortable, um, crying a lot at night, but it was like the eczema I think was the real thing that was like a warning where was she getting that on her her um torso um yeah kind of like she'd get on her face and her elbows and her legs and yeah i guess kind of all over and how old was she when this started to occur um when she was a baby i don't know maybe six to eight months old and and when did you think that it was more than just eczema um I think we went, I, I asked the doctors to do allergy testing because I thought something wasn't right. And they kept saying, no, 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 it's just eczema, she'll grow out of it. But then it, she kept not growing out of it. So um, finally they agreed to do testing and we went to um, an allergist and that's when we found out she was allergic to peanuts and that's all we knew she was allergic to. Um, however, they did not give us an EpiPen at that time. So it was kind of like, okay, she's allergic to peanuts and like really no guidance or anything about it. What did they do? Like a prick test or something like that? Um, I think so. Caitlin, do you know what, how they do it now? I'm trying to remember. Um, 
it's like kind of a combination. So you do like a prick test and then also a blood test. Okay. So it's like a prick test is first normally, and then they also do a blood test on top of that. Okay. When did you realize that she was not just allergic to nuts and peanuts and such? Um, so my sister, Mary, who, you know, we were out to lunch and, um, Caitlin basically like I nursed her and she drank soy formula. I mean, well, she drank formula, but, um, she spilled, she was like over one years old. So I gave her like a glass of milk and she spilled it all over her and just, she broke out everywhere on her body from the milk spilling on her. Um, so that's how we found out about the milk. And then the egg, we were cooking something and she must've gotten the egg on her. She was helping me and she broke out again all over her body. So then they did further testing and confirmed that she was allergic to milk and eggs also. Was she the type of, was it the type of allergy that when you, when you smell it, it, it would affect you? Um, for me, it'd be just for like peanuts where I'd start to kind of have issues. And I think it's also kind of, um, like I'll psych myself out, especially like when I was in middle school and high school, like for example, I went to like volunteering events where they're making like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches to hand out. And, like, being in those types of rooms with, like, just so much peanut butter around was quite stressful. And I think I kind of worked myself into, like, feeling like it was causing me issues. But I do think it did cause me some issues as well. How old were you, Caitlin, when you realized that, like, your first memory of, of like, an allergic reaction? Mm, so... Yeah, I was very little. Um, I guess I was kindergarten or younger. I had um, gotten like a chocolate coin at um, school, I think. And like my mom had let me hold it in the car, but it was melting. So I thought like the most logical way to like clean up the melting was to like lick it. And then my mom freaked out about it. And then the ENTs had to come to our house and I got the EpiPen. And I don't think we're even sure if I even really reacted or if my mom's reaction freaked me out enough that I started having the same symptoms because of like an anxiety induced reaction. But um, that was the first time that I like remember having like a big incident. So like surrounding my my allergies did you go into anaphylactic shock um not that i remember no you didn't i honestly think i i probably jumped the gun on it i just got so worked out and i think because i kept asking caitlin like do you feel okay and then i think like you said caitlin my anxiety was like going on to you and you were just like well maybe i don't feel good <laughs> i don't know but she did have a before that and you you I'm sure you don't remember this, Caitlin. Um, she was at our church nursery at church and someone brought in peanut butter crackers, even though I had put all over the place, no nuts, no peanuts. Um, and she ate some and she did have a 
she threw up and we had to rush her to the doctor and we still didn't have an EpiPen at that point. So after that, we finally got an EpiPen. Um, so that was scary because, you know, I think she was really heading towards anaphylactic shock, but we gave her Benadryl and. Yeah. Kathy, you had to be like super focused on her at all times. Definitely when there was food around. Yeah. Um, like in our house, it was controlled. We don't have any nuts. We didn't have any peanut butter. Um, but it was stressful, like in social situations, like play dates, parties, just when it was like relying on other parents to keep her safe. Yeah, it was. It's school is pretty well under control, too, because it's like a controlled environment and the teachers know. But just, yeah, those kinds of things were, were stressful, things involving food. What, what causes this food allergy? Is it hereditary? Um, I, they're still researching why. I don't know. No in our family before Caitlin has food allergies. Um, I mean, Tony says he's allergic to blueberries, but I'm not really sure about that. Um, so I, I honestly don't know, but it's... it's I think yeah. it's like a mutation. So like you're... you're the things in your stomach think that the food that you're eating is just kind of like enemy, like the enemy and it has to like react to it. So it's kind of a way that your, your body is just trying to, it's like just a mutation. Um, and your body is just being like, this is wrong. It needs to get out. And it's something that at least for me has the things that I react to, like the things that I'm allergic to have changed over time. And I think it's just kind of changing, you know, with my body as I get older, I grew out of some allergies, I grew into some allergies. So I think it's, I don't think there's like one, like, I just don't think they know how, how it's kind of coming. And I don't think they always know like why it changes or things like that. Caitlin, did you feel different as a child because of the food allergies? Mm, I think, I think like the most stark way that I felt different about having allergies would like be like sitting in the cafeteria at like the nut free table. Um, I think <laughs> that was probably the the way that you're like most um like separated uh but I think also growing up most of my friends thought it was like very fun and very cool to like sit <laughs> at that table <laughs> you know it's kind of like exclusive it's not crowded like you know a lot of my friends growing up like did enjoy sitting there so like I don't think I ever had issues like begging people to come sit with me or me having to sit by myself ever because I think people did kind of enjoy it I think I mean, the other way would be, like, Halloween and things like that. Like, you know, I, it'd be kind of hard for me to be, like, you know, people just would dump things into my bag and it's, like, Reese's or, you know, me being, like, do you have anything that's not nuts or, you know, that type of thing. But besides that, I never really felt super, super different. So you... <coughs> Excuse me. So you're allergic to eggs, 
peanut butter, certain types of milk. Anything else that you're allergic to? So when I was, so my allergies have kind of changed a lot. When I was growing up, I had like a milk allergy until about the age of five. Peanuts and all tree nuts, I've been allergic to most of my life. Eggs, I've been, I was allergic to from five to probably the end of high school. And then um, I've grown out of all but two of my tree nut allergies. So I'm only allergic to peanuts, uh, cashews, and pistachios right now. And um, I have grown into kind of a legume allergy. So soy, green peas, lentils, chickpeas, anything like that, um, I react to not as severely as peanuts, but it is something that's soy especially is like a lot harder to avoid. So it is something that I am um, like kind of impacts me a little bit more than peanuts would. Kathy, you had to be really on the ball when you went grocery shopping, right? Yeah, I mean, the label reading, I mean, some things like you obviously don't have pants, but it, it's always baked goods that are kind of, mm -hmm. um, and I think labeling's gotten so much better, but even like when Caitlin, like in 1999, for instance, it wasn't as clearly labeled as it is now for the, now it's always labeled for the seven top allergens in bold, but it used to be, you could, you'd have to read through the whole thing to figure out if there was anything in it that was a allergen. So yeah, you just have to read labels and also yeah. too, when you go out to eat, I mean, you can't really control that as much, right? Yeah. You just, and again, now people are much better about it when you tell them, but it used to be like, Oh, it's okay. Like people really didn't take it seriously. I, I don't know. I mean, we never had an incident at a restaurant. Thank goodness. Um, but like, for instance, Caitlin will talk to you about this, but we would never go to have her eat any kind of Asian food because there's, even though they tell you there's not nuts in it, they use the same pans for like things that have walnuts and peanuts and um, yeah. So it restricted from Asian food. I'm not, what else, Caitlin? I mean, is that pretty much the main one? Yeah, that's pretty much the main one. I mean, now with like my chickpea allergy, I kind of, you know, I can't have like hummus or falafel or things like that, but I'd say like Asian foods, like the, the main cuisine that I tend to avoid. Kayla, were you involved in any activities at school? Yeah. Tons, tons of school activities. And did, when you grew into your teens, now it's more on up, up to you to, watch what you eat did you ever have any incidents as a teenager when your mom wasn't around um no I think my mom taught me really well to like read everything I think um it was kind of instilled in me to just even if someone says a baked good is safe just not to eat it like I most parties or events or like anything that I've gone to I just don't even visit the dessert table at all like it's just kind of um you know for my own safety and I think you know things like chips things you know things like that that are like more party things are totally fine for me to have and have been but I yeah I haven't really had an incident um 
anywhere. You had to be really disciplined then. Yeah, definitely really disciplined. Um, I think also for me, I never grew up eating peanut butter, obviously. So, like, I never really knew what I was missing. So, like, it didn't really bother me as much. Um, to, like, not eat, you know, obviously I had baked goods and things like that, but it wasn't, like, a routine for me to, like, have them places and then not have them. Kathy, did your did Tristan and Rebecca have any issues along those lines? No. I mean, now Becca's sort of gluten free, but it's not like it's not a food allergy; it's sensitivity. So, um, yeah, no, they didn't have anything. It's just so strange. Yeah. Um, then Caitlin, you went away to, to college. Did you Dickinson? Is that where you went? Yeah, I went to Dickinson. And then when you're in college. Did your friends think you were crazy when you said that you had these allergic reactions? No, I think especially like people my age and younger, like have food allergies. Like I think it's a lot more common now um, for people to have food allergies than it is, you know, for people 20 years older than me. Um, so no one really batted an eye they all like you know knew someone who has had an allergy before things like that like one of my very good friends in high school also had a peanut allergy and one of my really good friends now who I met in grad school has a severe tuna allergy so it's just I think a lot more common and I don't think as yeah I guess it's just a lot more common now have you heard any horror stories of somebody that had a, a really bad reaction to food allergy? I mean, obviously people can die from their allergic reactions. So um, I haven't personally known anybody who's had like a really, really severe reaction. My, I mean, my friend that I just mentioned has ended up in the hospital before eating, you know, at an Indian restaurant with eating something that had cashews in it when she's severely allergic to cashews um, and she was in the hospital, but not like, I guess that would probably be the most severe that I've heard of. Have you ever felt the need to use your EpiPen? Um, I have not. Um, I've really never had a run in with Cashews are so cashews and peanuts are probably the things that I'm most most allergic to, like most anaphylactic, and I've never really had a run in with them. Uh, I also now do, um, I guess it's called oral immunotherapy. So I, for about a year, went every two weeks into the allergist and increased the amount of cashews and soy that I ate. And I now out of the allergist still do that, but I've built up my tolerance to cashews and soy to be able to eat something that's been cross-contaminated and not have go into anaphylaxis. So I'm feeling a lot more secure now moving forward with that. What's your normal breakfast? Um, my normal breakfast depends on my mood, but I do a lot of like yogurt. I make my own granola. So 
yogurt with granola, berries. Um, now, due to my dosing that I do every day, I have to have a, like a pretty substantial breakfast um, to have food in my stomach to take on the cashews that I eat every day. So I'll have probably with that, I have to have at least um, the amount of carbs of like half a half a bagel. So I really have a couple pieces of toast and have something on that or I'll have like an apple on the side to be able to process the cashews and soy. I have to have a fruit and like a pretty heavy carb. It, it sounds like you're eating very healthy through yeah. all of this and you're probably in great shape then, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I guess. <laughs> I mean, just from, I mean, you know, you're not going to just sit down and eat, you know, chocolate or potato chips like you really are keen on on what you can and what you can't eat but it's got to be exhausting for you yeah I definitely eat a lot more like whole foods probably than um just because it, it helps me like kind of control especially with the uh the soy allergy that I now have like if things are you know even like super oily like chips or something like that will make my mouth itchy so like it's been interesting like some I've reacted to like canned soup um for example like I think because of the soy content or some sort of green pea protein that was in it um another thing is just now I you know can't really be a vegetarian because most you know substitutes are lentils or chickpeas or some sort of like impossible meat with soy or peas and um that's just like not really possible for my diet when you when you're eating something it's your body's basically telling you no you don't want to eat this anymore when your mouth gets sore right yeah yeah pretty much so um yeah I have a little bit my mouth starts itching I'm like okay this is definitely has something I can't eat in it <laughs> do you go like my god like another thing like does it get to the <laughs> point where you're just so fed up like what else can I eat yeah it can be frustrating I think like I'll get excited to like try a new recipe or something like that or like use a new sauce that I've never used before and I like use it to cook a meal like for example I made um like a bunch of meatballs and then put like a kind of an Asian style sauce on it and just reacted to it. So it's like the whole meal is, you know, I can't eat it anymore. Oh, you made it. No, you can't eat it. Oh, yeah. Kathy, do you keep in touch with Caitlin a lot just to, or you don't really have to worry about her now? I mean, we're in touch a lot, but I, I don't worry about Caitlin. Even at a young age, she was really, I, I know other kids with food allergies who would still like eat a cookie without ask, you know, like wouldn't care. They would just eat a cookie without asking what's in it. Or, and I never trust other people's baked goods because even if they say it's not free, who knows? Like their counter could have peanut butter on it or I never trust it. But anyway, at a young age, she, uh, our neighbor, funny story. She was a nurse who lived across the street and she gave Caitlin an apple for a snack and Caitlin said, are you sure this doesn't have peanuts in it? <laughs> Very cute. Um, so she's always been so good at like self, uh, like self-awareness as far as like all of these allergies. So yeah, she, I don't, I mean, 
I don't feel like I need to check up on her about this. Caitlin, how was Halloween for you? That had to be a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were, I was pretty lucky that um, the town in Connecticut that I grew up in, the dentist had like a candy buyback program. So um, I'd pick out all the candy that I could eat and then sell the rest back to the dentist. So oh, <laughs> it geez. kind of worked out. And then your your brother and your sister probably made out on a deal too, right? Yeah, I think it was like kind of they got a bat on the stick too because they weren't allowed to, you know, eat it in the house with me there and things like that. So that was probably a bummer for them too. I know with me, I, I'm allergic to, and people think I'm crazy, but I'm allergic to chicken and turkey. Mm-hmm. And the chicken, people say, I've never heard anybody allergic to chicken, but I didn't react to it like you reacted to mm-hmm. it body-wise. My body would just go, you don't like this. Mm-hmm. Don't eat it. So I, I didn't have the the sore in the mouth or the, the breaking out. Now, is anything like that that you ate something you didn't get a reaction, but your body's telling you, I don't like this. And then you find out later you're allergic to it. Um, not really. I think, um, I, I guess like the only thing would be like, I've never really been interested in like seafood or anything like that. And I lived in Spain for a year. So before I went, Um, I wanted to get tested for, like, seafood just because it's, like, really prevalent in their cuisine. And I, like, was, like, mildly reactive to it. So I had to do a bunch of extra testing. They do something called an oral challenge where you eat a little bit, then a little bit more, and they watch you react. Um, So I'd say that's, like, probably the only one where I've, like, not liked it to begin with. And then potentially there's, like, um, a reaction possibility. What about yeah. alcohol? Are you able to, to drink alcohol? Yeah. Yeah, I can drink alcohol. Okay. Kathy, you said Tony was is allergic to blueberries? Well, it's not confirmed. He says he is. Apparently, when he was a child, he ate them and he blew up with hives and everything. But who knows if it's still true? You know, like it was a long time ago. But um, Yeah. But, you know, back to that thing about not liking a food and then realize I was I was always trying to get Caitlin to eat like scrambled eggs and things like and she never wanted it she didn't like it didn't want to eat it and then after that we found out she was allergic to eggs so that that's one thing that the only thing I can really think of like that and you know when when a kid says they don't like eggs it's just something that normally a kid wouldn't like it's the texture I know with with you know my daughter Emily like I would just say put ketchup on it you know, you never think that, oh, come on, you don't like eggs. Yeah. She seems, Caitlin, you seem very mature for your, I don't know how old you are, but you seem very mature. Even at a young age, Kathy, she had to be really disciplined and mature and uh, to not stray away from what she shouldn't eat. Yeah, she was. I mean, that's why I think she's been successful not having any big reactions because she's so careful. Yeah, she was always asked people what was in things. She knew she couldn't eat baked goods at parties. We'd try to bring her own little treat or something, but it was it was kind of like set. And a lot of parents just didn't get it. You know, like, oh, well, you know, 
they didn't take it seriously. And, and this was, you know, 22 years ago or something, but um, yeah. Did she, was she able to have a birthday cake? If, yeah, like if we had one that either I made or we got somewhere that were 100% sure that there was nothing in it. Yeah. But I wouldn't, even now, you wouldn't eat a cake, right, Caitlin? Like, <laughs> no. I mean, yeah. I have not friends that like bake and I trust them enough and they like understand my allergy enough that like I would eat something of theirs, you know, that they bake. Um, I'm also, especially now that my, even though I'm still allergic to cashews, I, my tolerance is up for them due to all this, um, therapy that I've been doing for it. I feel a little bit more comfortable eating desserts at restaurants, um, things like that. Uh, so I, I guess like I would eat more, but I think if even people give me like the slightest kind of uncertainty, I, I tend to avoid it. When you made dinner, Kathy, did you have to make a, a special meal for Caitlin or did you guys just eat what she ate? Yeah. I mean, we all ate the same thing. We, we just didn't have nuts in the house. I mean, the, the egg thing, I wouldn't say like we eat a lot of eggs anywhere. There, there are some egg substitutes I would use in baking because they said really even avoid it in, in food. Um, but we basically ate the same thing. We just didn't have nuts. Um, right now it's more of a challenge because two of my kids are vegetarians. Rebecca's gluten-free and then Caitlin has her things. <laughs> yeah. It's more challenging now than it was. back Thanksgiving's got to be a nightmare. <laughs> no. Yeah. They're like gluten-free pasta basically. <laughs> When did you realize that Rebecca, Rebecca was, was gluten-free? Um, she just had, had like, like for a while, she's just had some stomach issues. And then she had, you know, she got tested for sensitivity. And since she stopped eating, because they can't test for that. It's not like an allergy they test for. For the She went, she doesn't have celiac, um, but she stopped eating and she started feeling better. So it's that's kind of how we found out. Now I know with with Mary, your sister Mary, mm -hmm. she has stomach issues too, right? Um, I thought you yeah, said I think she, she has some lactose, there. some lactose issues. Yeah, and then Rebecca, and then Caitlin. Obviously, it seems kind of similar in a way, isn't it? Um, it might be. I mean, I think like I don't until I started doing dosing I didn't really get stomach issues so like my reactions are much more like feel like seasonal allergies kind of like where everything's just really really itchy like the inside of my ears are itchy my throat's itchy while while I think like hers are more like gastrointestinal kind of issues yeah. they're more um like definitely more like heading on the roads of anaphylaxis i mean that includes stomach ache heartburn throwing up things like that but i think like becca like things things with like sensitivities so like lactose intolerance even celiac gluten intolerance things like that are very very different from anaphylactic mm -hmm. allergies are you 
Stay tuned for the remainder of the interview. You're allergic to dogs or cats? Yeah, so I have a lot of seasonal dog cat allergies, things like that as well. And what do you take for that? Do you just take like a Benadryl or something? Yeah, so I'll take Claritin or, you know, Allegra or whatever type of thing. I've been pretty fortunate that my allergies haven't been bothering me in the past couple of years. So um, that's been pretty lucky. But um, when I when I was pretty reactive, it would just be kind of nothing like prescribed or anything like that. Do you have to really keep your house clean with like, are you allergic to dust and, and stuff like that? Yeah, I'm allergic to dust and uh, yeah, things like that. I think, again, like all of those types of allergies have gone a lot better. Um, but I do try to, you know, keep my house clean. Is it something that gets better as you get older? Like, and then something, like you said, your body changes and then you become allergic to something else, whereas before you weren't? Yeah, I think, I don't know. I think it's, you can grow out of things. You can, things get stronger, things get worse. You know, like, I think even just the types of trees that are, so like the tree that I'm most allergic to would be like a birch tree. And those are really prevalent in Connecticut, but now I live in Pennsylvania. They're not around as much. I live in a city, you know, like the types of things that I'm allergic to, like aren't around me as much. So I think I'm just not reacting as much seasonally. Yeah. Do you, when you wear, and this is kind of a strange answer, a question, but like, I know for me, if I'm wearing socks and the, the top part of the sock isn't perfect, it makes me uncomfortable. Like certain sensory things like that, do they bother you? Mm, not really. No. Okay. Kathy, were you really in tune with your, with your other kids whenever they had issues because of Caitlin? Um, yeah, I mean, I took them. They did have like seasonal allergies and dog cat allergies. So I did take them and they were tested before anything. They were tested just because I wanted to know, can they just go somewhere and it doesn't matter what they eat or not. So they were tested when they were little and didn't have any food allergies. There's some seasonal and some dog cat allergies, but they're, they're manageable. Did it frustrate you, to frustrate you as a parent seeing Caitlin, everything that she was allergic to? I mean, it's just kind of, I mean, I don't know if it, like, it's just kind of made you feel bad. Like, oh, she can't just have a piece of birthday cake. Or um, I remember when the allergist first said, with the, after that initial thing, when we didn't get an EpiPen, we went to a different allergist who was fantastic. Um, and we got an EpiPen. But I remember her saying, well, she shouldn't go to baseball games or to circuses because there's always like peanuts all over the ground. And I was just like, oh, my. It just seems so sad. Like, OK, like that's a whole thing of childhood that I mean, we end, did end up going to circuses. But um, why, why were they telling you just from the smell of the peanuts? Well, like, you know, when people break up the peanuts in the yeah. shell. Yeah. It, all that dust goes. And in fact. I don't know if you remember this, Caitlin. We went to that one circus and you, you started like coughing, coughing, coughing. Mm. 
it, you, you were okay, but it, I think it was definitely from the peanut dust in the place. Could she wear a mask? Like, you know. Yeah, well now, like, I don't know. It was like not even a thought back then. I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. I guess it never occurred to me or to the doctors. I don't know. <laughs> now Kathy, it would. <laughs> yeah, right. Did, did you join any groups, Kathy? Like when she was growing up to kind of like, help you yeah. deal with it? Yeah, there's this, um, I forgot the, it was called the Food Allergy Network. And they have all these um, like groups and they, tons of information about allergies. And um, and so we lived in Princeton Junction then and there was a group. And I remember we would just have, it was nice. The other month we knew what each other was going through. We'd have like play groups with no food. Um so yeah, that that was good. But um, as she grew older, I mean, there really wasn't like I'm, now there are tons of Facebook groups and everything, but that wasn't really around back then. So other than finding another mom, like a good friend of Caitlin's had, um, what did Elise have? Pistachio. Uh, um, who? Elise who? Um, from Princeton Junction. Oh, Milrod. Milrod. I don't know. I can't well, remember. Oh, well, she had, no, she had nut allergies. I yeah, she I would sit with her at lunch. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, I talked to other moms, like her mom, like people I knew, but it wasn't like a group. Caitlin, did you, have you helped out other people with food allergies as far as maybe being a mentor for somebody who's struggling with it? Um. So actually I nannied for a girl for two summers who had different allergies from me but allergies and I think um her parents were really really restrictive um so they were like really happy that I like understood allergies and things like that when I signed on to nanny her and I think I don't think I was necessarily like a mentor for her like they would only let her eat at one restaurant and, like, if they went on a vacation, they had to drive and they had to bring their own, um, like, all their own food and things like that. So I think um, I think them just seeing me, you know, living a functional life with a lot of food allergies, like, I nannied for them right before I went and lived in Spain for a year. And they were, like, really scared about that and, you know were really worried for me and they kept asking me like do you feel safe with your allergies like things like that and you know like I was pretty honest with like my allergy experience with those parents and now um the girl I nannied like went and studied abroad in Paris last semester and you know is like living you know living life a lot more than than when I nannied her so like they wouldn't let her over at other people's houses like she could only have playdates at her house. So How like, did that? Did did she voice her concern with you, like about her parents? No, she didn't really voice her concern with me about her parents. But I, yeah, it was definitely like restrictive, and I felt you know bad because you like like sure I was really careful and cautious, but I still did so much as a child from you being so disciplined does it prevent you from being risky like like 
doing adventurous things or like, is that part of your personality now just to be so, um, um, concerned about everything? Yeah, I think, um, growing up, I think I've always been like kind of anxious and like cautious as just like a personality. But, um, I think as I get older for me like my cautiousness about food has kind of gone down and just my anxiety around it just due to my you know just kind of due to the state where my allergies are but I think definitely like I'm much more risk averse um like I don't really like roller coasters anymore like being up too high or like things like that like I think as I've gotten older I think it's just a combination of like getting older and just feeling more risk adverse than I did when I was younger and then also just naturally having kind of a more cautious personality you sound exactly like your mother (laughs) you you don't sound like your dad at all (laughs) but I know that you ski though right yeah yeah I like to ski do you ever get angry? Not, well, maybe angry is too strong of a word, but do you get frustrated with your allergies and like, why me? Or that never crosses your mind? Mm, I don't, I don't think like the why me or anything like that really crosses my mind. I think, again, like it's something I've lived with my whole life. I haven't really lived any differently like I haven't known any different I think the most frustrated I got was when I like developed my like chickpea lentil green pea allergy because those were foods that I really enjoyed eating and like I really liked and so um that was frustrating just because it you know things that I used to enjoy and eat a lot um I couldn't eat anymore I I remember like asking my roommate in college like isn't it funny how like chickpeas make your mouth feel kind of itchy like isn't it kind of funny that that happens and she was like Caitlin that doesn't happen and I was like oh man I think I'm like allergic to these now too and it got kind of bad when I was abroad and it was just it was a little frustrating because I was living in Spain so I wasn't like really gonna go to an allergist out there um I think the time when my like kind of soy allergy was undiagnosed was uh, frustrating just because soy is in so much and I'd react to something and be like, what could possibly be in this that like I'm having a reaction to? So that kind of that part, like now not being able to have something that I really liked and then also just kind of the frustration of like, I'm reacting to this thing. Like why? Like what? what's in here that I'm allergic to. Are you allergic to any fruits? No, no fruit allergies. Are can you eat pizza? Yeah, I eat pizza. Alright, well that's not that bad then. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, I mean like that's the thing. I think people like think it's really hard and like for me I have you know like I love to cook so I cook a lot of my own meals you know I don't 
eat a lot of Asian food, but like I can still have hibachi or something like that, or I can make it myself and like omit the soy. So I think um, I haven't personally felt very restricted by it because I can still go out to restaurants most of the time and just be like, oh, like there's definitely like a tons of things that I'd like to eat on this menu and like we'll feel safe eating. It probably forced you to learn how to cook too. Yeah, definitely like living by myself definitely forced me to cook. Uh, is your mom a good cook? <laughs> <laughs> I think both my parents are pretty good cooks, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I figured I'd get you off hooked or I'd get you off the board there and say something bad about your mom. Um, so you're living in Philadelphia now yeah Uh, how do you like it I like it I do like it it has a Philly has its good days and its bad days and you're working for the Flyers now so I work for um so it was uh, an organization started by Mr. Ed Snyder but when he died the organization I worked for split off and became its own independent nonprofit, but it is like um a hockey nonprofit that provides free hockey and scholarships and tutoring and life skills and all that sort of thing. And you like it? I love it, yeah. You know, um I don't know if that how long have you been working with them for? Um I think I'm coming up on a year full time, so probably about like a year and a half, a little bit more than a year and a half. Okay, because I was going to say that the Flyers were doing well until you started to work. <laughs> <laughs> does does your dad give you a hard time? Because he's an Islanders fan. Does he give you a hard time? No, because I'm still an Islanders fan. And, oh, uh, no. Yeah, and I, I'm i pretty lucky because my organization has like a box, um, like a sweet box at Wells Fargo. So I've gone to both the Islanders games this season in the, in the suite. Uh-oh. which has been nice <laughs> yeah and is that what you want to do for the rest of your life or do you want to just um, start out with this I think so I work in evaluation that's what I got my like master's and I got a master's in social policy from Penn and I think I want to be in evaluation work I don't I really like my job right now and I I don't see myself leaving it for a little while I think eventually, like, I want to be back in New England. So I think that would be the thing that would move me. Uh, so you probably get your smarts from your dad then. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, I heard a lot about your allergies. I think I recall one time, Kathy, I think when you guys were living in New Jersey and you guys had a party at the house. And I don't know if something happened then with, your kids were really young. Hmm. I don't know if something happened then or something with your neighbor. And that's when I first realized that. And I'd never heard somebody allergic to so many things. I mean, it's, I mean, are you, when you're eating with other people, Caitlin, are you looking at what they're eating and going, oh God, I wish I could have that. Mm, I think sometimes, but like, not that often not really I think I you know pretty I again like I think 
when I go out to eat at restaurants, I try not to pick restaurants that are very nut heavy or, you know, heavy with foods that I can't eat. So what about ice cream? Can you eat ice cream? So I don't eat scooped ice cream, um, except for one shop in Connecticut. Um, but I have soft serve ice cream and I can have it out of like a tub. It's more for like the cross contamination with the scooping, but the soft serve is generally safe. You could eat water ice, right? Yeah, I can eat water ice. Oh, that's not that bad, man. You got to get <laughs> filled off your water ice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and filled off your cheese. Well, can you can you eat a Philadelphia cheesesteak? Yeah, I can eat a Philadelphia. Yeah, I can eat a cheesesteak. And a salt pretzel. Yep, yep. There you go. They don't have that in New York. <laughs> I mean, if they do, they're not that good. <laughs> well, Kathy, did I miss anything? Any stories that you want to share that uh, Caitlin had to deal with as a kid, or you? Uh, I didn't bring up. I think we covered everything. I mean, it's just, yeah, like the general, like, I mean, I think it's gotten us so much better that so many, like for parents of kids with food allergies, because people are really aware of it now, but it was just like kind of a struggle for people to take it seriously. So I think that's really good now. Children with food allergies, like it's not, you know, so unusual, so... Yeah. What do you mean by not taking it seriously? I mean, they'd be like, oh, you know, they'd bring in stuff for a school treat or something. And it would, you know, they're not, now they're like, no nuts. Like it's restricted at school. But back then it was like, oh, it's okay. And it's just like, you can't just think, oh, it should be okay. Like you, you have to know, like, so, you know, I'd have to call the parents and make sure, I mean, we would send her with her own snack, but there was one parent it stood out and she was so like nice. And she just called and said, I'm making this thing. And it absolutely has no nuts. And I mean, but that was really the exception. I mean, people didn't take as seriously as they do now. So Caitlin must've went to school with a lot of post-it notes on her. You know what I mean? Just don't do this. Don't do <laughs> she actually, she had a shirt when she was really little. It's like, I'm allergic to nuts. I had a peanut with a big <laughs> X through it. <laughs> and she would wear it like <laughs> like certain things. <laughs> oh, jeez. I don't well, that. Yeah, I, mean, I made it. Yeah. But you I mean, I it? guess if you yeah. think about it, Caitlin, it's you probably think hey, it could be worse, right? Yeah, definitely. And I think, especially like as my mom was saying, like nowadays, there's a lot more treatment too. Like, as I like kind of mentioned, like my oral immunotherapy that I do, a lot of parents are having their little kids do it to the point that they can just snack on peanuts and be totally fine and not have a reaction anymore. Like um, my allergist actually in Philadelphia was the, I think the first to start oral immunotherapy with peanuts. Now a lot across the country, allergists are doing it and he's kind of pioneering a lot of other foods. Like they didn't really do soy before I started doing getting like oral immunotherapy for soy from them. So I think, you know, as things grow, as we learn more, like we're going to, a lot of kids are going to be a lot safer because of that. Um, and I think that was like a very cool process that I do. It was very tedious. It made me feel very sick a lot of the time. Um, just because you're like, you know, basically like giving your yourself a little reaction every single day to build up your tolerance to it. But I think now I feel 
a lot safer just being out and about and not being as worried about like things in a restaurant being cross-contaminated so I think I'm really happy that there's like a lot more opportunity um for safety I think again like restaurants are just a lot more aware now than they used to be um so I think I think things are like really heading in the in a good direction can you explain more about autoimmunotherapy yeah basically yeah yeah so basically I did like a bunch of allergy testings with my doctor I got a new doctor up here in Philly and um he does immunotherapy so basically I started out with like the minutest bit of soy protein, the minutest bit of cashew. And I took a little bit of that and was observed for like, it was like a half day process at like really two half days in the allergist office. And then every two weeks after, so then I'd go home and I'd take that amount every single day. So I'd eat my breakfast, wait 15 minutes, take my little bits of you know, cashew and soy milk and then, you know, sit and relax and then go about my day. And so every two weeks I'd go, they'd evaluate me, ask me, like, I had like a log sheet I had to keep about it, about any like reactions that I had. And then I would get an increasing amount. So this took me, I think, from January through... July or August of 2022, I did this. And it takes some people a lot longer because they want to become a lot more tolerant. So I only wanted the level to where if it was cross-contaminated, I wouldn't go into anaphylaxis. So like I can have, you know, some parents want their kids to be able to like eat cashews and like, you know, that's just not me. Like, I don't, I don't care enough to like, want to eat cashews I've never had cashews before this so like I don't I don't feel like I'm missing out but like I just want to feel safer living my life and like having that extra security so that's kind of why I did it um and I did it with soy and cashew specifically because cashew is what I'm most allergic to the cashew would also build my tolerance to the pistachio and soy is just in everything so I just wanted to have that security with soy peanut I think is the easiest to avoid you know peanut allergies are like the name one that's what people know about and that's the like the easiest one to avoid um but yeah so I would eat a little bit every day and I got to the point which is 60 milligrams of soy milk and four grams of cashews so I take that in maintenance every day so every day I wake up eat my breakfast take my allergy things and like move on with my day and I'll have to do that kind of for the rest of my life to maintain my tolerance to it but it is I think worth it to have that security um during the process it, it was definitely hard it was like very draining I'd have a lot of stomach aches everything would be itchy all the time like I'd get really bad heartburn so it is definitely like a difficult process but I think it's one that that is worth it yeah I mean that's uh that's got to be exhausting for you mentally to have to do all that but I mean you learned to, to live your life that way and and like mm-hmm. you said not 
having eaten any of those products, you don't really know what you're missing. But, mm-hmm. but um, I really want to thank both of you for for sharing your your story. Um, I, I I mean, I've, I've interviewed a lot of people so far, but none have had a food allergy. This is new to me. I mean, like I said, I'm allergic to some things, but not as much as you are. So, mm-hmm. um, but I do appreciate it. I, I probably Caitlin, it would have been a better interview. If, if it was just me and you and your mom probably didn't get online. You know what I mean? She, <laughs> your mom didn't I ruined it. <laughs> she ruined it. <laughs> I'll edit her out. And it'll just be you. Um, but, but I do appreciate it. And, um, your story is, is, is really an interesting one. And hopefully people that listen to it can, can learn more about food allergies. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thank you. All right, guys. Take care. All right. Thanks. Bye. 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 Do you have a cold? Uh, no, man. I just suffer from allergies. 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 Allergic to cats. Allergic to bees. Allergic to dust. Allergic to trees. Allergic to mold. Allergic to weeds. My little brother's allergic to meat. My friend's brother's allergic to wheat. Allergic to meat. Allergic to wheat. Gotta be tricky. Slice of cheese. I start to wheeze. Hang on, fellas, I'm about to sneeze. Uh...